0: Absolute
1: Geek Podcast. It's Thursday night, it and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt.
0: And I am full as fuck, Kyle.
1: Yeah, I wish I could say the same.
0: <laughs> Not. I had uh, steak, mashed potatoes, broccoli, corn on the cob, and some heated up <coughs> raisin bread. I got some, mashed potatoes. Uh, sweet and sour chicken and
1: fried rice waiting in the fridge for me because uh, someone showed up at my house right as I was sitting down to eat which you knew that was going to happen I I fucking called it I did said as soon as
0: did you actually say it to somebody
1: no I said to myself as soon as I sit down and fucking start to eat he's going to ring my fucking doorbell
0: I told you I was on my way
1: got my fork sat down I was like oh man maybe I'm good take my first bite ding dong ding dong fuck I fucking (laughs) knew it I fucking knew it hey I even
0: took my time I fucking knew it. I even took my fucking time. So, I tried.
1: All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into some news this week. Got a lot of news to get covered. Is there? Uh, Sony's Masters of the Universe lands a December 18th, 2019 release date. He-Man movie? He-Man movie, sir. Fuck yes. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Do you think He-Man's going to, do you think it's going to be a... A blockbuster movie do you think he-man is, is I, a, uh,
0: I think it's gonna be awesome to people like me who watched it when uh, you were l- as a little kid like i remember being like seven eight years old watching
1: <clears throat> i know they just recently redid thundercats but i don't think there's been much in the way of he-man in a while so
0: i think it's gonna be just nostalgic to people i don't think it's gonna be a blockbuster but i think a lot of people are gonna go see it because it reminds them of being a kid like he-man thundercats and voltron that's that's, that reminds me of being a little kid. Yeah, it'll
1: be interesting to see what we get as far as a He-Man movie. Um, Who should play He-Man? Oh, jeez.
0: Ron Perlman? No. I'm just playing. No, no. Someone with some wavy blonde locks.
1: Well, that's, I mean, that's nothing a wig ca- can't fix. I think The Rock should play He-Man. No! Yeah, when... John
0: Cena should be He-Man. When
1: Prince Adam, when he... By the power of Skull, He-Man's out. Should be the fucking rock. He should... Blah!
0: Uh, should be, should be John Cena. John Cena. And uh, Gary Busey could be Skeletor. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Jared Leto could be Skeletor. That's... His performance as Joker would have been stellar as Skeletor. Yes. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. I, I watched Suicide Squad. It's got a squad again, like, yesterday. Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad.
1: Are they? Are they staying in your? Are they dwelling? Are they staying in your dwelling and not getting out now? You can't evict them. They're I, squatting.
0: It's. I can't get past. I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's too many things with that movie.
1: Yes. There are.
0: <laughs> Usually, when I watch a, mov- a movie a bunch of times, I start to sway towards liking it. But this, for some reason, with Suicide Squad, I'm still swayed the other way. For some reason, like I just can't.
1: It is the best DC representation of a superhero movie yet, but it's still not a good movie. It's got a weak villain, it's got a stupid storyline. Surprisingly, didn't. I'm okay as Will Smith playing Will Smith as Deadshot, and I think Margot Robbie did an amazing job as I just um, didn't
0: like her voice.
1: Harley Quinn, Killer Croc was good, Captain Boomerang was good, but he really didn't serve a purpose. El Diablo was kind of only there to to fight the guy at the end. Oh, yeah. And whine a lot. Um, not use my Slipknot, say. Slipknot was just there to die in the first fucking twenty minutes of the film, right? So other than that, it really wasn't. There really wasn't much to it. Um, so like I said, it's am just still waiting for that. the
0: Joker Harley movie. Yeah,
1: dear God no. Mad love the movie. Yeah, I hope they recast him, or at least change the Joker. They're not, because that stupid hand thing is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> they just need to not do it. Yeah, he just needs to. Avoid it.
1: Uh, Sony's untitled, Miles Morales-centered Spider-Man movie is now slated to arrive one week earlier. The film will release on December 14th, 2018, instead of the original December 21st date. So I'm excited for that. Me too. Getting to get Spider-Man Homecoming this year, and then a...
0: And a Miles movie.
1: Miles movie next year. I kind of think that the animated Miles movie is a kind of a tester to see how well the character does. And if he transitions from comics to the big screen well, I think we'll see him get his own live action movie. We'll see Miles Morales.
0: That'd be kind of cool. Who do you see playing Miles Morales, though?
1: Um, The little the little kid from uh, Stranger Things would be a good fit. No! R- the black kid from Stranger Things? No. I think so. No, no, no. Oh, you do a good
0: job. No, 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 no. Jaden Smith. Larry Fitzgerald. He's too fucking old <laughs> No um, Not the kid for Strangers He's too like Lanky uh, and, and He needs someone With a little more Build on him
1: Well it's kind of my, Miles started Real lanky And <clears throat> You gotta remember though You gotta go for a young actor Cause Miles was only 13 When he first became Spider-Man
0: Yeah that's true I don't see that kid Stranger Things Doing it though Was he
1: 12 or 13
0: I think he was 13
1: Yeah cause he was younger Than Peter Parker was I know that
0: let me see. Let me look at that kid from Stranger Things.
1: I think he'd do all right. Sorry, everyone, if you can uh, hear the AC in the background. It's fucking it's hot here. 100 degrees in Phoenix, so get ready, get set. set time
0: again. Let me see. Stranger Things <coughs> forecast. I don't think he'd be
1: a bad choice. Caleb McLaughlin, aka Miles Morales.
0: I don't see it, dude. I do. I, I think it's perfect. I don't see Miles. I can
1: pull up one picture that'll, that'll show it to you.
0: No, I don't see it. Here it comes. I'm not stepping in what you're dropping.
1: I think you're crazy, man. I <laughs> think nah, oh, you're fucking crazy. No, I'm
0: not seeing, crazy, it. I'm not seeing it. Crazy man. Not seeing it. You're
1: crazy. How's this kid? You're crazy, man. You're crazy.
0: He's only five foot two.
1: So? That's too short. Come on, man. It works. You can't show me a it,
0: if you can't oh, show on. me.
1: That one. That's what I meant to show
0: Hold on, hold on, look. <clears throat> I'm gonna put both of these pictures up for everybody. And let's we'll see if we can he could be other people could be the judge. Let's see that. Nah, dude.
1: Here. Do it. Come on, man. That works. Nah. Yeah, I think he nah. works. He works, man. Nah. You're just you're just being a hater, bro. Nah. Being a hater. Nah. Stone cold hater, <laughs> bro.
0: <laughs> nah. No, there's gotta be somebody else.
1: <clears throat> That's actually a dope ass Miles picture right there.
0: I'm not I'm not stepping in it. I'm
1: gonna save this. But I'm fucking... excited
0: for the possibility of a live-action
1: Miles, so we'll have to see. Um, James Gunn announced that he is involved with Avengers Infinity Wars. In a recent interview with The Independent, uh, Gunn revealed that no, not only is he keeping in regular contact with his cast and the directors of, of Inve- Avengers Infinity Wars, if I could s- fucking read, he has reasons for doing so. However, he is quite understandably not willing to say exactly what those reasons are just yet aside from wanting to make sure nothing happens in the Avengers epic that might disrupt his plans for Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, He was quoted as saying, I'm not totally letting go of the Guardians. I'm still hanging on to them uh, a little as they go through Infinity War, Gunn said. I'm with the guys. I'm talking with uh, the Russo brothers. I'm talking with the cast. I'm dealing with all sorts of stuff so we can have the characters remain true to themselves and make sure they end up where they need to be for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So it's kind of cool that he's kill, still keeping tabs on it and making sure nothing goes awry, or making sure that, like the Russos don't fucking kill off one of his characters or something that he needs for
0: <laughs> the next, the third the next, movie. The
1: third movie, yeah, uh, for Volume Three.
0: What does what's her name giveaway? I sent you that.
1: Oh, she. Um, she said in for the Gauntlet movie. an interview that, um, it the name of the movie is no longer Infinity War it's Infinity Gauntlet
0: she never said Infinity Gauntlet she said for the Gauntlet movie yeah that's actually she never said Infinity Gauntlet
1: but everyone ran with it and said Infinity Gauntlet and James Gunn came out and said that's not the title of the movie that so I don't I don't know what's what to deal with Daddy. I bet you it's pretty fucking close probably uh, here's some news that'll get Kyle's butthole a little bit puckered. Oh shit! M. Night Shyamalan officially announces Unbreakable sequel to be his next film. The film is titled Glass and will arrive in theaters on January 18, 2019, and will be a sequel to not only Unbreakable but Split.
0: I haven't seen Split
1: yet. You should. It's really good, especially now that it's on DVD.
0: Oh, I. You know what? I'm going to buy a Blu-ray player and I'm going to buy that on Blu-ray.
1: It'll probably this be weekend. on tomorrow.
0: Um. After we record our Friday show
1: You're going to buy a Blu-ray player?
0: For my 50 inch TV I bought for my room
1: <laughs> Yeah, why don't you get a 4K Ultra d- DVD player
0: Because I don't care about it
1: that That's what, you, what do you get a 4K TV for then?
0: Because
1: it To it, watch it in that cruel, cool, crisp, crystal clear Because it was 4K HD TV
0: It was the price that it was
1: The price that it was What brand is it?
0: I don't know You don't know? It's just a big 50 inch TV <laughs> Yeah That's fucking just a... It's glorious.
1: Kyle will not be outdone by brands. It's just the size of the TV.
0: Hey, it was a smart TV. It's 4K, 50-inch. It was fucking in my budget. So I put it in my Walmart cart Well, on top of it.
1: (laughs) And you walked home, huh?
0: And I fucking... How'd you get it
1: home? In the back of your car?
0: In the back of my Optima, yes.
1: Just let it hang out?
0: No, it fit in the back seat. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Across the back seat? Yeah, you just... I just set it down. Or do you have to take it out of the box? Mm-mm. Oh. It, wow. fit. it fit nicely in the Alt- in the Optima.
1: Very good. But I know you're a fan of um, Unbreakable, so.
0: I think it's going to be cool. It's a good. See, now I really have to see Split now. Yep.
1: I'll
0: have to see it on, on Blu-ray.
1: <laughs> or you can just wait for it to come on HBO.
0: That's what I was originally <laughs> shooting for. Yeah. Shooter. Shooter
1: McKyle. Shooter McEvoy. (laughs) Amazon is the Tick has now officially has an official release date. The show will premiere on August 25th, 2017. I watched the trailer um, for it because my mom has. I've been using my mom's Amazon Prime because I'm not going to pay $100 for it when she has it. And I can just smooch off hers. Right. So I watched the trailer, the the pilot for it. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of weird seeing. Um. Peter Serafinowicz as, as the tick, seeing a, a British guy who has a British accent and everything he does speak mainly in, you know, like a, a, an a American accent. No, yeah, he doesn't speak like a Brit at all. He speaks in an American accent in the show. So,
0: like house, is he as good as house? Um. That guy, you can't even tell.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would compare him, but it just—it's just interesting. Does to it see leak him.
0: through like coral? No, In the house coral.
1: No, it doesn't leak through. Or like through Jax from
0: fucking Sons of Anarchy. He's got those few words that would just bleed Brit. No,
1: um, but I'm excited for that. I was always a Tick fan. I like the original animated series, and I like the Patrick Warburton live-action show too. So it'll be cool to see that. Um,
0: I'm tired of paying for TV. Yeah, I know, right?
1: Lion King, I Seth Rogen in uh, Billy Eisner for Timon and Pumbaa in the live action Lion King movie. Pass. I'm gonna see it. No, yeah, it'll not. be good. Yeah, it's it directed by John Farrah, Fabra. Fabra, he's like one of my fuck. favorite. It's like one of my favorite directors.
0: Doesn't mean it's gonna be good. It's gonna I gonna think fuck, it will it's be. gonna be garbage. Nah. He
1: he did the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book was really good. That shit was garbage. You're ridiculous. You're out of your fucking mind.
0: That was garbage. Tarzan uh-huh. was garbage.
1: Tarzan was garbage. I'll give he's you that.
0: fucking garbage.
1: We got our first official trailer for The Kingsman: 2, The Golden Circle. Can't fucking wait. Got a big surprise teaser at the end of the, the trailer that Harry's back.
0: I know. That's going to be awesome.
1: And he's got an eye patch. Are you... Uh, Apparently he's a pirate now.
0: Arg. Arg, matey. So, do you think it's going to be able to live up? Because, you know, the big thing with the second one is you know it, it was... The first one did really well, so you know the second one had. You could already tell by the trailer the second one has a nice budget. Yeah. Nice budget for it.
1: It's got a nice cast too.
0: Um. You think it's gonna live up to the first one? Because the first one was fucking awesome.
1: I absolutely do. Like it
0: doesn't. Like it doesn't matter how many times you watch that movie. It's so fucking. That church
1: scene alone makes that movie awesome. Yeah. The battle in the church. Yeah. That alone to Freebird. I think it will. I think it might even some way surpass it, but...
0: I hope they don't try to recreate a scene like that again.
1: Yeah. One movie I don't think that's going to live up to the hype is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You don't think so? I think it'll be a very good movie, but I don't think it'll be... I don't think it can live up to the hype of the first movie, because the first movie, nobody really knew the characters. There's no expectations, uh-huh. so it kind of got overhyped. Now people know the characters. People have had time to study them. People are going in with an expectation that I don't think is going to be able to be matched.
0: Well, the the review on it so far is pretty good.
1: Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm sure it's it's going to be a good movie, but I don't think it's going to be a breakout hit like the first one was. I think it's going to be. I just, I don't know.
0: Because all those people who waited to see it, like on DVD and like stars and stuff. Now that I think all those people aren't going to wait, they're going to go to the movies and see it. I think it's going to be a rough weekend to try to go see Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people will go see it, but just because there's a lot of people in the seats doesn't mean that it's going to be it's good, good. as good a movie as the first one. It will be. Uh, let's, are you going to go see it in theaters? Uh-huh. Are you?
0: I'm probably going to go like Thursday night to go see it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I want to see it. I've been waiting two years to see this movie. You're
1: going to go opening night, huh?
0: Yeah, I loved you the first one. You are a trooper. I love the first one so I've never
1: trooper. So I guess that means that there'll be no podcast next week, since Kyle's gonna go see Guardians of the Galaxy only 2. Oh
0: shit! Nah, I'll wait then. I'll wait till like Sunday morning. I'll Wait till Sunday morning. <laughs> nah, oh shit! When are you gonna go see it?
1: I'm not. I haven't decided yet. Maybe Friday. Maybe I might actually wait and go see it Saturday morning, like early Saturday morning. I'm trying to decide if I want to do a matinee matine on it or not. So, th- that'll if I decide to do one, that'll depend on when I go see it. But it'll probably be Saturday morning. Because it's gonna it. be. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be rough because the theater I want to go to you have to prepay for ticket or you know pick your seats, so it's probably gonna be sold out, a lot. So it'll probably be a Saturday morning one for me for sure.
0: I think it's gonna be dope. Uh, I think it's going to be good. We'll good. see.
1: Break out your baby oil and your half button up shirts and get ready to air that chest as Jeff Goldblum joins Jurassic World 2. The good good old more glistening Jeff Goldblum chest is, is definitely in the cards for us people. He should have passed on it. No way. Jeff Goldblum is a man. <laughs> He's a man amongst men. He is a god. He I can't wait God. to see that glistening chest he up on the big fly. screen again. He was the flyer, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He was.
1: Can't wait to see that glistening chest up on the big screen again.
0: And he sells apartments. It's
1: going to be glorious. He sells apartments. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Another piece of news that's going to pucker, pucker Kyle's butthole. Jeff Johns announces a live action Teen Titans show is once again in the works. Once oh. the, announce, when the, when the announcement came, the name of four of the team members. And Dick Grayson, presumably as Nightwing, Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. Titans is billed as an action-adventure based on the Enduring DC Comics franchise. The series will air on a new DC Comics brand digital platform that will launch in 2018. No official release date has yet been announced for the Teen Titans live-action show. So we got four of the five Titans. Who do you think the fifth Titan is? Aqualad. You think Aqualad?
0: No. I think it's going to be...
1: I don't think it's going to be Cyborg.
0: No, because he's already preoccupied somewhere else. Yep. <sighs> Who else could... Huh. I don't know.
1: Well, there's Kid Flash. There's... Because they could easily have him. It's, it's going to be set in the same universe as Arrow. And the Flash... So it could be Kid Flash, so he can cross over. It could be...
0: It would be kind of cool to have Aqualad.
1: Aqualad I mean it could be It could be a number of They could do it with Arrow Or Speedy Um Arsenal comes back and There could be a couple different Options on the table For this show
0: It'd be kind of cool If they had Cyborg though
1: I think Jeff Johns being Jeff Johns being Really involved in it Is a really good sign That it's going to be a good show
0: Hopefully Hopefully
1: And hopefully it's not the T the TNT one they were talking about, and then they scrapped.
0: Nah, Um, but it would play good.
1: I kind of wish it was Robin instead of Nightwing. But
0: I think that's why they did the Judas contract already, so that you got your, you know what I mean,
1: up to date of the current Teen Titans roster.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's is it called Teen Titans
1: or is it called Titans?
0: What the live action one? Yeah. I don't know what they're calling it.
1: So if it's seen Titans, you have to go younger.
0: If, yeah. But if they're doing Titans, then I guess I could see.
1: They I should just know. do Damian Wayne.
0: That'd be dope.
1: Just do Damian
0: Wayne. That'd be dope.
1: I'm not Dick Grayson.
0: No, I think I think he deserves his moment in the sun.
1: But what, I mean, so what other member of the Titan do you think we'll see on the show? The fifth Member.
0: Member. Kid Flash Kid
1: Flash Yeah I mean there's options We could we could see an Aqualad In the show It wouldn't surprise me You know with the The Rush to put Um You know LBGT and gay characters In, in the comics Now that Aqualad is Is gay in the comic It wouldn't make It wouldn't surprise me If they put him in the show
0: Yeah but they're they're not. I don't think they're rushing to put characters in like that. Well, we'll <laughs> Like what? What show is rushing to put characters? Well, in I that? mean,
1: just in the the industry overall, like Marvel's doing it with a bunch of characters. DC is changing but not characters. Their
0: cinematic universe.
1: Well, no, but it's only a matter of time before it gets it gets brought over to that.
0: You know, you already. But had, I don't think anybody's in a rush. Well,
1: I don't know. You. I think you're paying too close attention to my words there. <laughs>
0: But. God, god forbid I listen to the words yeah. you say and, and Don't then, listen and to then the words respond to it.
1: <laughs> but I'll try not to listen so
0: close to the words. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I think there's you, we're gonna see it. Like we're already seeing the, the push in the comics. Nope, Those, I'm not gonna see anything. It's only a matter of time before you that push carries over to the TV and like they had to do it with Arrow. I'm scared to interpret anything. Oh my now. god. With Arrow they made I, I know you don't watch Arrow anymore, but Mr. Terrific is gay in the show. So like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if they brought Aqualad in.
0: I think I go with Kid Flash.
1: Kid Flash. It's not a I mean it's not a, a bad choice. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, disagree with you on that.
0: It would be cool for Damien though. But I think Dick should get his moment in the sun.
1: Yeah. He, he might get a uh, little uh, performance shy and shrivel up. <laughs> be a
0: tiny dick. It'd be a little cold in there. Yeah.
1: DC, uh, NBC drops DC Comics based Powerless from Thursday night lineup, with no word on its return or with the re- or when the last three remaining episodes will even see the light of day. That shit's gone. I think it's done. That shit's done. It was a rough show.
0: Dude, I don't even think I watched two episodes.
1: I I've watched them all. Um... The first episode was a little rough. I felt like it finally kind of started to find its footing around episode three. And then, like, the episode where um, they're trying to track down Batman and the main boss is dressed up like Robin, I thought that was a really funny episode.
0: The guy who's going to be at Phoenix Cowboy? Yeah.
1: Steve the Pirate? Yep. Um, I thought that was a really funny episode, but other than that, they've been kind of hit or miss.
0: I, I think where they really fucked up with that show was fucking giving us the wrong... Giving us a premise and then not doing that as a premise yeah. by the time the show came to their They're insurance investors,
1: and that's not what it was. It was their fucking tech industry gurus.
0: So I think that's where they really fucked up. And the show just kind of fell flat. It, that's really what it did. It just really wasn't.
1: I don't think Vanessa Hudgens was the perfect cast to lead that show either. Ah, oh, she's fucking hot. She is hot don't get me wrong she's it, just very was, hot. it
0: just wasn't enough
1: it just wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting or would have would have gone with
0: um I honestly forgot it was on the air until they actually said uh that they took it off
1: <laughs> yeah really
0: I just it just it, it just wasn't in I,
1: I only remember it because I have it set up to record because I watched Superstore before it mm-hmm. which I actually think is a really funny show and then I watch Powerless afterwards
0: you know what show I just watched I just watched the entire season of it yesterday is, it's a Netflix original. What's that? It's the one with Drew Barrymore in it.
1: Oh, the vampire one? Nah, she's a zombie. Oh the is she a zombie? I thought she's, she's a vampire. Nah,
0: she's uh. a fucking zombie. She's a uh, it's a the Santa Clarita diet. Yes. It's like a it's it's like a, it's it's fucking funny as fuck. Is it? Yeah, you're just like
1: For some reason I thought you're gonna tell me thirteen reasons why. I just decided to been to watch a show about teenage suicide.
0: No. <laughs> no. I don't need to binge-watch Genie's too Um You should give it a try, though. It's actually pretty funny. It's got uh, Drew Barrymore in it. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking funny. It starts out, she's just... Like, she doesn't feel that well. And all of a sudden, she just starts throwing up gallons and gallons and gallons of throw-up mm-hmm. everywhere. And then she like, coughs up like this ball. And then after that, she turns... She, but she's like, like a... Uh, like... She's not a vampire though cuz she's like she's like more like a, a zombie that's not really like cuz I thought a she's more like a
1: vampire cuz I thought they showed her like drinking blood in the in the trailer for it.
0: Well, she like grinds it up into a, like a shake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's not just blood, she like eats the people too. Oh, okay. But she's not like like Walking Dead zombie or like not of the Dead zombie, like she's she's a real estate broker.
1: So she's like eye zombie type of zombie.
0: Yes. And uh, it, it's kind of funny because it, what it is is just she lives and they live between like a sheriff and a police officer hmm. and the police officer like catches on to what's going on not that she's a zombie but that they're killing people and it's just and it's all this shit that's happening because they're like trying to figure out
1: They're uh, trying to catch her?
0: They're not, they're not trying to yeah. catch her they're trying to figure out like Drew Barrymore and her husband and family, they're trying to figure out how to help her mm-hmm. and save her. But at the same time, they figured out that they have to, like, who drew. And they feel that they have to kill people, so they're killing bad people. Oh, okay. So that it's not a big deal. But the like the cop next door finds out, and then he starts blackmailing them to kill like, uh, drug dealers and f- mm-hmm. shit like that. And it's just, I don't know. It's funny though. It's not like a serious, uh, show. But I binge watched the entire season yesterday. Nice. Yeah, so it was on your day off. Yeah, because I was sick. I needed one of those. A day off. But it, I, I, don't know. It was different. I think that's what I liked about it. It was, it was different.
1: That's cool. Um, Two thousand nineteen is gonna be a big. Oh, actually, what was I gonna say other than before I move on to this? I don't know. Oh, Bill Nye. Have you watched any of the new Bill Nye show on Netflix? No. You don't seem like a Bill Nye kind of guy to me. I
0: used to watch Bill Nye when I was younger. Yeah,
1: me too, but I don't know if he would he's carry like over scientist. so well. He's a real scientist. Huh?
0: He's not a real scientist. Why do you say that? Because he has, like, a degree in engineering. Mm. He's not like, I think, like, uh, London, London has, is more of a scientist than Bill he's Nye more,
1: He's the only scientist we need, sir.
0: I still remember when we were, my brother-in-law was first working with us doing electrical. And we were teaching him how to, you know, wire things and stuff. And he had watched an episode of Bill Nye. That yeah, I think before. he
1: told me about that. Yeah.
0: And Bill Nye says, you got to wire everything in a circle, which he didn't. My brother-in-law didn't understand the circle part. So mm-hmm. he wired everything. And then wherever he started, he wired it in a circle from everything that needed to be wired. And then he went back to the original spot, mm-hmm. which didn't, wouldn't have done nothing. But it was just a waste of time and yeah. material. But he's like, no. And he argued about it. Bill, Bill Nye said it has to be in a circle and we're like, okay, but fuck Bill Nye. This is how you do it. Nope. Bill Nye's a scientist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 2019 is set to be a big year for Disney films. Marvel Studios has Captain Marvel scheduled for March 8th, 2019. The fourth Avengers film on May 3rd, 2019. The Spider-Man Homecoming sequel on July 5th, 2019. Pixar's Toy Story 4, June 21st, 2019 the fifth installment in the Indiana Jones franchise on July 10, 2020, uh, and Star Wars Episode Nine is scheduled to release on May twenty fourth, 2019.
0: Do you think uh, these superhero movies will be dying in audience by then?
1: No, absolutely not. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. They, they've got such... They're just... I don't know. There's something about them. They've just got that staying power. I think they'll be, they'll be big
0: for years to come. I don't know. Okay. I think it's
1: going to take something really
0: We live in a world crazy. where crazy div- attention gets diverted quickly.
1: We do. But you know, these have been going strong since the early 2000s, so since X-Men.
0: No, they haven't been going strong since it, they've only been going strong for the last like 4 years. No, they've been going strong since
1: Iron Man came in on the scene and that was well what, iron like, man got 2007? it going but it wasn't
0: uh, well, iron man wasn't huge huge not like what they are now no that that was the that was the that's what opened up the dam right but it hasn't been it hasn't been since early 2000s though
1: i would say i mean it's been since spider-man 2 that they've been turning out spider-man 2 x-men 2 they've been turning out good numbers
0: uh let's see
1: they, they haven't become like blockbuster blockbusters like they have been since Iron Man. Like you said, Iron Man kind of got that started, but I, I think I think they'll keep going strong. I think I think until at least twenty thirty, they're gonna go strong until then.
0: Like I mean, and, t- and when Iron when okay, X Men two was two thousand what three. Because there's a lot of people that
1: are like our generation and the generation behind us that are kind of pushing all this. I think once we start to get older, and it'll it'll start dying out.
0: Made a hundred ten opening weekend. Hundred ten million for what? X Men Two.
1: Look up Spider Man Two. Because that's.
0: But I mean, people now are lying about but it. it's just it's after Iron Man that people have started to line up. Yeah. For movies, and I don't. Uh, that was 2004.
1: Spider Man 2?
0: Spider Man 2.
1: Yeah, because that's when I met my, my ex wife, so that makes that sense. I mean,
0: 200 million. Opening weekend. Oh, opening weekend, It did 115 million, and the budget was 200 million. Okay. So I looked at the wrong Then I got to relook at X Men 2 because I looked at the wrong thing. I just. I don't know. That's just what I think. I don't. People weren't lined up then, like they're lined up now to see movies. You know what I mean? Superhero yeah. movies. <clears throat> X two.
1: No, I I definitely don't think that. Yeah, you, you know, as far as if you're gonna
0: go off like lined up, I agree with you there. But let's see. Came out it doesn't even have an opening it it only shows what the opening weekend was in the UK it doesn't even show the opening weekend here really it made 214 million total overall after everything was said and done I mean that's what they're making mm-hmm. Fat, you know what I mean they're faster than that now but I would have to say like um uh, it had to uh, just within the like 2012, oh, in like the last like five years, super movie, you know what I mean? Superhero movies have been like everyone has been like, in, you know what I mean? Like people are lined up to go see them. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I'm not trying to twist your words again or take, no, them, it's just, take them too deeply. you're in. fine. Okay. Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, that's uh that's all I have for for news for this week like
0: let's see Iron Man let me see Iron Man one let's see let's see Iron Man was 2008 and it 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 was see they didn't they didn't do the they, they do the opening weekend was in the UK. They showed it. But it made 318 million gross. And it made 5 million, 5.4 million European money. Opening weekend. European money? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they try to find a different. Mm-hmm. European <laughs> money. <laughs> oh, that's just funny. Yeah. So, it just it just shows what it made total
1: so in case you're out there
0: $585 million look
1: out for that European money
0: <laughs> it doesn't show what it made opening weekend that's weird huh um, yeah kind of I'm not gonna lie it shows that the budget was $140 million and it grossed box office gross was $585 million
1: hmm
0: that's a lot of money dude so I mean let's see like Iron Man 2 oops it. it says that was 2010 so I bet you this shows you a what it made opening weekend nope it, it just says it in European money 7.6 million in European money <laughs> and it made 312 million so it made less than that first Iron Man
1: European money <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: alright well that's all I got for the news for this week so uh, that's it I thought you said had a lot of stories that, that was a lot of stories compared to what we've had the last couple of weeks that's a lot of stories man
0: how about that walking dead a lot
1: of good stuff well, Walking Just Dead? Like- yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, what? Walking Dead? How about Fear the Walking Dead?
0: Oh, that's starting soon, that fucking piece of shit. Yeah.
1: iZombie. I've been watching iZombie. That hasn't been very good. It hasn't? It? It's been rough. It's been a rough season three. Uh, I, I almost don't think it's going to go past season three.
0: Well, I mean, they kept pushing it, pushing off, and it, off, putting yeah. it off and moving it. And-,
1: and now the guy who plays Ravi is gonna be on, is on Supergirl, so it's... Kind of
0: uh Let's already lose the Might team. be losing a
1: little bit of steam there.
0: But that sucks. But. Lucifer comes back soon. That's going to be cool. thought Lucifer came. Yeah. The Lucifer came back already. Next week. Next week. Gotham already started.
1: Yeah. I don't watch that show anymore. Rise of the show. Hero. I build in that show. Rise of the Hero. They're going to have Batman come in when he's 16
0: or 12. Or 12. He's going to be Damien. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: All right, let's get into some comic book reviews. Let's uh, get into the, the meat of the show that people are actually here to see. Or hear. Or here, <laughs> Or read. or However you enjoy this program. Off. This program. <laughs> Off. On <laughs> pause.
0: On pause. On the skip. Yeah. What do you want to start with?
1: Uh, well, what do you do? You want me to start this week?
0: Sure, I usually right. I start.
1: I'll go Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, number one from Marvel. I actually really enjoyed this book. Um, this book's spearheads out of the clone conspiracy event that Marvel just wrapped up. Um,
0: wrapped up like a wrapper. You see
1: Ben Riley as he returns to his roots as the Scarlet Spider, but kind of with a twist. Uh, if you led, if you ever read the last Scarlet Spider run with Kane, um, it was actually one of my favorite runs. It, it feels very much like that. Ben Riley has returned to his, his mantle as the Scarlet Spider. However, his new costume that I'm sure people have seen where it's got the hood on it, mm-hmm. he actually steals it from a cosplayer. He steals it from a cosplayer that's going to a convention in Las Vegas. What? So he beats up a cosplayer and ties him up and steals his costume. Yep. Why? Because Ben Riley is a very conflicted person in this book. He has has a split personality disorder where he sees his original self in the original blue hoodie costume. And then he sees himself as the Jackal. So his original Scarlet Spider is his good side, his good conscience. And the Jackal is his bad conscience. And he's very conflicted in this. Um, He is taking up residence in Las Vegas so he got him out of New York City he is now taking up um, residence in Las Vegas and he's kind of like waiting for would be
0: funny if he turned into a gambling addict right
1: he's kind of waiting for like um, crime to happen and then he this stuff doesn't
0: happen in Las Vegas he
1: sees this guy like mugging a woman for her purse with a knife and he shows up and he's like don't you have anything more threatening like make this a challenge he was like what are you gonna do with that little that little knife? And then the guy pulls out a gun and, and Ben Ryan is like, That's fucking more like it, and then beats the shit out of the guy and takes the gun. And then when he saves the woman, she's like, Thank you, how can I ever repay you? He goes, A hundred bucks.
0: A hundred bucks. Yeah. He, it he takes he money was, from her. But it would have been better if he would have said
1: blow. He he <laughs> takes money from her. So she's like, Well, I only have fifty. Um, so can I pay you half now and then half when I get and the other half when I get paid? He's like, yeah, but you better pay me because I will find you. Oh, my God, what a dick. And he tells her um, to take the gun. And she's like, um, she was like, why why would I want to take the gun? I've never held a gun before. And, she's like, and he's like, well, no, keep it in your purse. And no one will mug you. No time like the present. He's like, it's got a nice weight to it. <laughs> and he fucking takes off. And then it cuts to San Francisco where the jackal's old partner is meeting someone in a the jackal, what you think is the jackal, in a parking garage, and it turns out to be Kane. Well, Cain is hunting Ben Riley.
0: Not Cain the uh, chicken finger place, is it? No, it's Cain
1: okay. the other Scarlet Spider, the <laughs> other Peter Parker clone. So you go back to the hotel room, and uh, you can see Ben Riley is suffering from the same d- d- degenerative disease, or ger- I can't say that word, uh, disease that Cain had, where he's his cells are breaking down. And he's talking to the jackal, which is his evil side. And he punches through the jackal and decides to take off to go down to uh, the casino floor. And as he's on the casino floor, he sees uh, a man yelling at his woman or his wife to to hurry up and quit uh, to quit gambling and leave the machine. And, uh, and he's like, that's enough, June. That's enough, June. And uh, Ben's like, June, not May. But it's close. So he adopts this random woman and starts calling him, calling her his aunt. The guy's yelling at her. He's like, "Hey, leave my aunt June alone!" So he's like, "No relation to this woman whatsoever." And she's just playing the slot machine. He's like, "Fine, whatever. You know what? You can take her. I'm done with her." And he keeps calling her Aunt June. He's like, "Can I get you anything, Aunt June?" She just keeps like telling him to shut up. And then uh, these robbers come in. He he can't really do anything about it. So he like, he's like, "If I if I start." whipping um, people up and, and he's in my spider sense. Peter Parker is going to f- hear that there's a Spider-Man in Las Vegas and he's going to come snooping around. So he doesn't, but he ends up grabbing a gun and breaking it in half. And uh, these, this l- whole time this woman is just sitting there playing the slot machine, not even paying attention to him. And uh, this other mutant shows up and takes a couple bullets for him and then he takes him to her boss. Um,
0: Take me to your boss. Yep.
1: Miss Mercury and that's kind of uh, that's kind of and she's um, trying to kind of hire or convince Ben Riley to go find the man who kind of tortured her daughter um, and that's kind of where it ends. Huh. So he's not exactly a hero. He's not exactly a villain. He's kind of like a dick. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> he's kind of like got <laughs> that that mixture going on and like he actually charged a woman a 100 bucks for saving her life normally when it's like no that's just part of the job he's like nope fuck that bitch give me a 100 bucks some cash yep here's a 100 bucks and a gun so that was a uh, ben riley spider man i actually gave it a 7.5 it's mm. it's a strong first issue i felt like it could have been a little bit stronger i feel like you definitely need to read spider um the uh, clone conspiracy event to understand what's going on and understand why he's back.
0: I'm just going to pass on
1: it. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm excited for it and it'll be one I continue to read. I loved the last Scarlet Spider run that was with Kane. It was, like I said, one of my favorite runs from Marvel in a while. I so going to
0: wait for Spectacular.
1: I will definitely uh, continue on with that one.
0: I'll do Weapon X number two.
1: Don't sound so excited. Sounds like that book sucks, huh? (laughs) It wasn't very good, huh?
0: I don't know.
1: Going to bail on it? Uh, Probably. Probably.
0: This one starts out, you see uh, Warpath. He is hanging out somewhere outside of Flagstaff. Oh, nice. Represent. He's representing. He's chilling, thinking. Representing that easy life. Reflecting, and then this helicopter shows up pisses off some uh horses so he gets pisses mad about it off some horses yeah it, it starts fucking with him and so he jumps up and he starts to destroy the uh helicopter uh-huh. and, and it was actually a ploy that, the the uh, there was like a robots flying the helicopter and this the, is all a ploy the horses were actually robotic so what it does is that. so they kind of gang up on him and they you know, try to take them over and they actually capture him. And they bring him back to the laboratory that they have a chunk of Sabretooth and a chunk of Uh-oh. Wolverine in this, in this, like, they're, like, cloning him. Trying to him. clone them, But they're excited that they have Warpath because they have the entire person. And they, and his, you know, how his healings uh, factor is faster. Mm-hmm. So they're, they, they, they're like that they have him because now they have it. You know, they can hone in on what's. So what, what, it, what this one ends up telling you is uh, what they're doing is, is these robots that they're sending out to kill them, they're not really sending out to kill them and capture them, they're actually using them, and uh, the fighting is what, it's, 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 they're, it's a teaching tool, they're, they're learning how they fight, so as they're cloning these things, I think what they're going to do is they're going to take that data and they're going to make the clones like bigger, better, faster, stronger and Logan's kind of figured that out because the smell uh, like him and Sabretooth are still fighting a bunch of robots and he's noticed that this round of robots has gotten their, they're faster and smarter than they once were. And what happens is they have uh, they, they take and they bail and then you know they're trying to lose them but that's how they figured out that they that, that they're more programmed like them. And then they have a smell to them. It smells like them. Mm -hmm. And Logan can smell it. And uh, so, like, when they. And it shows them, like, uh, they're chasing after him and they start growing their skin. And they they can regrow their own skin on top of their Mm. cybernetic bodies. And uh, it's actually the DNA of Sabretooth and Wolverine. Oh, wow. Logan. And so they're chasing after him and then they, they bail and they kind of ditch him. And that's where they're talking about that, uh, that they've, they've captured Domino. And they're like, prep the Domino tank. And they're like, what about Logan and Sabretooth? Well, they just spent the last nine hours prepping them and then that they're, uh, that they, they figure they'll get him again later. And, uh, It shows warpath inside the the tank. In the tank. And that's kind of where it ends. So what I think they're doing is they're hunting everybody and they're making their own this this these these people are making their own team.
1: Their own weapon X team?
0: Yeah, their own adamantium cyborgs. So I don't know. It wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad. It was What's your grade? I get it a 7.5 only because I, I think they're dragging this part of it out of actually making the team or whatever they're going to do. I think they're – every issue seems like they're kind of introducing somebody. Like mm-hmm. the first one was Logan and then into Sabretooth and then they got Warpath. And now at the end of this one, they introduced Domino. So I th- I think that's what they're doing. So I think they're, sh- I think they're going about it too slow.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But we'll see. I give it a seven five, maybe a seven, seven point two. I give it seven point two. It's I'm hoping bad. it picks up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Tr- I'll give it till, the, at least the team. However they get, however the team is gonna be, I'm gonna give it that far because that's at least three more issues. So yeah. that gives it to five. Not bad. So.
1: What do you wanna do next?
0: You want me to do man Beyonce's love over Rest of them are
1: the same. Well, I just figured we would do one the same, and you could do Batman beyonce that way. You're not doing two back to back. Cool. um Do you want to do Detective?
0: Yeah, because that one was kind of Detective,
1: blacklist. Comics, nine fifty five League of Shadows. This actually blue. I did not <laughs> enjoy this issue at all.
0: I found it choppy.
1: Yes, um, I found it choppy. I found myself disinterested. I, I found too. that I didn't care. Um, it was a lot of, it was a, it was an issue that was full of who cares Cause a lot of it was just a, like, this woman telling Cassandra Cain a story.
0: hmm and, and it was going back and forth. And <laughs> yeah. It was, and it I, I found myself having to reread stuff.
1: Yeah, and it didn't, it didn't give you a lot of potent information on it. Um, you know, you just, it kind of went back and forth and Cassandra Cain is the, Supposedly what the little girl who fights alone in the shadows. Mm-hmm. The shadow girl. Um, and it's kind of like this whole story. And they're going through and, and she's fighting all over the, the League of Shadows. In the sewers and stuff and in buildings. and So she's kind of like taking on the League of Shadows head on. Um, as through flashbacks as this woman's leading this story. And it leads to her showing up where they're keeping Batwoman and Nightwing, and, and, or, sorry, Batwing and Batman and all these people. Uh, um, and she's like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in the shadows. And that's when um, the Batman and Batwoman and the Clayface. and
0: her mom says something to her, and then Batman answers. I thought that was the best part of the book. She goes like, not alone.
1: Yeah, her mom says, um, She's like, uh, well, what next, daughter? You haven't deluded yourself into thinking you could beat me one-on-one. She's like, no. She's like, good, you aren't an idiot then. Not alone. And she's like, what did you say? And Cassandra screams at her, not alone. And she's like, girl, you will always be alone. And Batman says no and kicks her in the face. Yeah. And then she's like, she won't.
0: That was like the best part I think, yeah, of the book.
1: It was a very. But
0: I thought it was weird because I know Cassandra doesn't talk that much. Mm-hmm. But this, this. She's book. a fucking chatty
1: Cathy in this book.
0: Well, and, and she says like, I don't know. They made her like. She's like not loud. Yeah. Like that's how I was reading it. Not loud <laughs> like, like So
1: she's like fucking sloth from the Goonies. <laughs>
0: Something like that. Like she. <laughs> sloth, like like, chunk. like like she was really slow in this episode. Like in, in this issue. Cassandra loves Batman. Not like, alone. Not down. No, alone. Alone. <laughs> like that's how, like that's how I. It was funny. I was, I was actually laughing because she says it a few times. Yeah, in the book, I think like in in the middle of the section, says like Alone. You what know
1: cover I mean? did you get?
0: I got the Raphael Albuquerque. Of course you did. That's actually a dope cover. Yeah, I get all the Raphael Albuquerque covers. Um, it's I, weird. I, I, I. It's on my poll list. Everything Raphael Albuquerque. Put in my box. I'll buy it. So like. I think the Darth Maul run he is the cover artist for all of them I don't get him this one I got the regular cover I had to go switch it out but it says Mm. on my poll on my poll list all Raphael Albuquerque unless it's a $15 variant Yeah. then it's in my poll box (laughs) Um, but it's not I mean they're busy I get it it's hard to I gave detective
1: a 6.5
0: out of every one of them I think this was the weakest of the week it was the weakest one I've read in a while I think this is was, kind of a bummer. This
1: is Tinian's first miss. Um,
0: it's going to happen, though.
1: Yeah, and I, I just gave it a 6.5. What do you give it?
0: Uh, I give it about the same. At least it wasn't me. I thought it was just me not holding my interest like I was a dummy or something.
1: No, no. Like, I, like you said, out of all the books this week, it, it was at least one that held my interest. Like, I put it down a couple times. Like, I actually started reading it last night, put it down. Went back to reading it this morning, put it down. Went back to reading it this afternoon, put it down, and finished it at like noon. Wow. Because it, it just was not.
0: Oh, well, I caught myself like, you ever space out and just, you're just reading the words, but yeah. you're not really.
1: Understanding what it's saying? Yeah, you're yeah. just reading,
0: you know, mm-hmm. the cat went into the. Yeah. And you don't even realize you're reading it. You're just, that's, that's kind of what that issue did to me. And Tinian doesn't usually do that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, Tinian, I usually. Like soak him in, like the way he writes. I usually soak it in, and yeah, but that one I think he shit the bed. Eh, I think he just wasn't his missed a was, step. Wasn't his strongest one. Okay, Batman Beyond number seven, turning point.
1: Oh shit!
0: Where we left off was remember uh, Terry and his girl, where Terry was telling her he was like I'm. I need to be Terry. I don't need to be Batman as much. I need to just be myself. And she's pretty much being his girl's pretty much like, Hey, it just it doesn't work like that being a superhero. Uh-huh. You that's that's what you do. That's that's your thing. Unlike Colossus or- what Colossus says for you only get three or four moments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In comic books that you don't get three or four moments, it's it's pretty much a full-time job.
1: <laughs> yeah. <He laughs> so I think Colossus and Deadpool
0: was uh, full of shit. All right. But so this starts out where uh, um, Bruce is sitting there. He's kind of thinking to himself, like he's like, "What a wonderful he, he's like He's like, "It says like decades from now," but he's so he's he's really old. You don't say. And uh, he's kind of reflecting. I feel
1: bad for Terry McGinnis because he can never fucking get away from Bruce Wayne. Even when Bruce is dead, he comes back to
0: life. Like, he's like, yeah, right. Bruce is just sitting there and he's like, somehow I've made it to, my, to an age my lifestyle should have denied me an age the two of you should have reached which he's looking at a he's at, he's sitting in a chair in front of the fire looking at a big painting of his parents
1: yeah of course he is his dead parents
0: with a lifetime of accomplishment and happiness in your wake accomplishments done happiness question mark and it goes through and it shows fucking all the robins and it talks about he's like uh, and not in the cards vanished the night I lost you tragedy sent me in another direction As a doctor you cared for Gotham sick I went after the city's cancerous element Alone at first And then help came He wrote Jason Tim (laughs) Dead parents Dick He went Dick Jason Tim Of course Damien For a wild Duke But most of all Damien your grandson I wish you could have known him Things might have turned out better for us So I went back to working alone Until The most human condition of all me stopped Old age he says, and plan for his successor had dissipated years earlier. Batman was done until the night I met Terry. And he said, you know, he goes, are you okay, Mr. Wayne? And it's fucking Terry's other friend and his brother are there. They're chilling. And it, and then he's kind of talking to her about, you know, what do you think? I was fucking terminal put me in a, you know, in a coma and made me a prisoner. Do you think I'm okay right now? I just you know pretty much have been brought back to life. Yeah, you sound good, Mr. Wayne. You're yeah. good. <laughs> You're just fun. And uh so then now they've got trouble. The bat signal's been activated, but Terry isn't answering it. They're trying to call him. He's not answering it. He's like, "You know what?" Cuz he left he he dipped out to
1: go be with his girlfriend, huh?
0: And they're sitting in in like in you know, Barbara's fighting the 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 Shadow Assassins and uh She's getting her ass handed to her And Terry's just Sitting there Fucking He's like uh, He's like Gotham has an emergency Almost every minute Every day And like The bat signals out And she's like This is obviously More than a lost kitten I have a bad feeling About this And he's like I told you I don't want to end up Bitter and alone Like Bruce I can be Batman But I can't But not 24-7 And she's like I don't know that heroes get to pick and choose their moments. The need defines the responsibility, or the response. And he's like, yeah, you're right, but I've already lost so much. And he's like, he's afraid that he's going to lose it and, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, get engrossed in Batman, and it's all he's going to be is Batman. And then it kind of switches over to uh, Barbara fighting. Hey, Bruce and-
1: may have only been Batman, but he did sure bang out his fair share of pussy.
0: Yeah. And then Bruce calls... So they start calling him on the phone instead of using the bat signal. And Terry's like, Not now. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, Not now. Chart my own life. Bleep. And he begs up on Bruce. And Bruce is like, He shut his phone off like a five year old. <laughs> and then what they did is they ended up calling his old lady. Oh, no. His brother his, his brother Matt did. And uh, he he calls and they're like, What? And he reads He's like, Fuck and then they've actually they're actually they sent him video of what's going on and he's like oh shit what have I done you know he's like the one time I truly bailed on the bat signal was the time I was probably most needed yeah so as Barbara and them is getting their asses handed to him Terry shows up in the nick of time and he starts going through and he starts just ripping into these and just destroying everybody and, and then they're like, and they're watching what's going on, and Bruce is like, that suit, where did it come from? He's like, we found it in your vault. It was a prototype. And it says, that was a suit that was never to be worn ever again. And what's happening is it's like it's taking over Terry, mm-hmm. and it's making him like, um, like instead of stopping, it he's like going the extra distance to hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, stopping, he's, like, blowing more shit up and fucking up more than they need to be fucked up. And, like, almost to the point where, like, it's taking him over. Yeah. And, and, like, and then you see him after he's all done, you look around, it's just a sea of destruction. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And now they're like, get back to the bat. They're like, you've won, Terry. Get back to the cave, that suit. He's like, in a second. And, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, fuck it. It's, the suit's kind of taking over him. hmm and, uh, and they're trying to get him back to the Batcave. And then it shows up, he says, that uh, Ra's al Ghul's still alive. And that's where it ends.
1: Of course he is.
0: I'm he's immortal. Right? And it says, we now have the means to purge the septic system humanity has created to reshape the world as we see fit. No matter the cost. And then Terry goes, Ra's al is alive. And then he goes, next issue is face uh, excuse to face Excuse me, sir.
1: Him. It's a raish al Whatever. It's a Ra'sh. Don't you- please. Please get it right. Sorry. Raish al Ghul. al Ghul. Um, it's politically correct.
0: Sorry, everybody. God. For some reason, that's how it's stuck in my head.
1: You're going to have to fire you from the show.
0: Oh, man. Pissing people you off. You I'm going to have Thursdays off now?
1: Pissing people <laughs> off. You know. <laughs> making them not want to come making first and last time listeners you can't get Rache Al Ghul's name right just you're just not on the ball Kyle oh well anyways what's your review of Batman Beyond
0: I like it but it it, it, fucking I gave it an 8 an
1: Mm -hmm. 8 seems to be a
0: strong it is it's it's probably one of the better Batman Beyonds I'm enjoying it which one next (sighs) Teen Titans
1: really no it's the old man Logan okay Old Man Logan, Past Lives, Part 2, Issue 22.
0: I found this... It was good, but I find him going through the life of Logan... Really fast? Really fast and kind of okay, all yeah. right. But, and we've got two more issues of him going through mm-hmm. being Wolverine and switching. I find it a little... I don't know. So this uh, this boring. review is going to be as
1: quick as our last review of this book. Literally, there's not a whole lot going on. Literally, it's, I think
0: I just did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's Wolverine. Like I said, it's Wolverine going through his past lives. And this issue, he is transferred um, from um, the Weapon X. Remember the last issue, he went to the, his time where he's in the getting the Animantium put in and Weapon X. Well, now he jumped to his first encounter with the Hulk. And he's fighting the Hulk, and he's talking about how he wishes he could just scream out at Banner what he's doing there, and that it's all his fault and the stuff about his grandsons, but he doesn't. And he sees the amulet, and he's trying to get to the amulet um, that that Amadeus gave him, that he's trying to get away, and the Hulk just keeps beating the shit out of him. And he finally gets the amulet and transforms into his next chapter of his life, where he's face-to-face with Jean Grey as the phoenix, so he's kind of like going through that again. He was like, Not again. I, I said I would, I swore I would never relive this moment again. I would never see her die again. And he fights his way to the amulet there, gets it, jumps into his next part of his life where he's in uh, Japan, as his time in Japan. And he's like, Now this is more like it. And he's like, Got his anime team claws out and he's killing all these ninjas. Ninjas. And then he goes, Um, He's like, I can't leave yet. Not yet. He's like, they say you only live once, but that's a lie. I've had more lives than I can remember most days. I've lost more too. So if I can't change the past and I'm stuck revealing and uh, reliving these lives, I may as well take advantage of it. And he goes, Miracle. And there it is. There she is. And he, walk- and he walks in and uh, he's like, God, I've missed you. <laughs> and he starts kissing her. And as he's, he's sitting there. Um, he kisses and he says, "All right, I can go now." And he leaps forward in time, um, to Mandapore and that's where it leaves off. So, um, it, next issue,
0: it, it's just gonna more Hulk going through his life.
1: More Wolverine, you mean?
0: Yeah, more, more Hulk, <laughs> more Wolverine.
1: <laughs> it was, it was an. In, I mean, it's interesting to see him reliving these these past definitive moments that have before, shaped and made Wolverine. Is- a little, little much. Yeah. But you're going to get to see what happens to him in the wasteland and all that and up before he gets transferred back. But I, I think it's cool watching him relive these definitive moments of his life. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the payoff is to what it leads up to. But you know, um, I have
0: a feeling the payoff's not going to be much.
1: I'm really enjoying it. It's I bad. I gave it a 7.5. I mean,
0: it's not bad. It's just not much to review.
1: No, it's It's not.
0: It was just, it was quick. To quick read. F- what would you give it? I'd give it an eight. Eight? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's good, it's just not much to review. It's just not much of uh, Teen Titans. Really? Yeah.
1: You don't want to say that one for last? Teen Titans? Yeah. I thought Teen Titans was way better than Flash. But we'll review Teen Titans. Well, the time.
0: reason I want to wait on Flash is because I... Okay, we can do Flash. Let's do Flash.
1: You want to do Flash? Or yeah,
0: do... go ahead. Well, we can do Teen Titans, too. I don't give a shit. All right, we'll just fucking
1: do Teen Titans god damn it <laughs> teen titans issue seven the rise of aqualad part two terror from the deep um this issue opens up with with uh aqualad standing outside of titan's tower and he was like well i guess this is my destiny uh, i'm gonna go see if i can join the teen titans and jumps in and as he shows up the titans are kind of fighting hammerhead and uh robin's like all right it's time to put this plan into f- effect we're going to initiate maneuver a- um Maneuver X <laughs> I like
0: how nobody knew What Maneuver yeah. X
1: was And Beast Boy's like What happened to Maneuver A And there, Nobody's doing what they're supposed to do They're getting their asses kicked And Robin's like Didn't you follow the play Didn't you read the playbook I gave you <laughs> That shit was fucking you know? funny He's like Didn't you read Everything I gave you And uh, <laughs> Then it, He Hammerhead whoops their ass <laughs> Easily And it cuts down to him Underneath Alcatraz And he's got his army of a fishmen ready to go, um, and they're standing in the back in the Titans Tower.
0: So a few issues ago, they talked about all the inmates disappearing. Yeah, and all the inmates have been taken underwater, and they've all been turned into fishmen, killing fishmen to people. Yeah, that, that you know, and they're like they're happy that they've got like a well, they're not in prison. So they don't really give a shit.
1: Right. And they captured that reporter in the last issue. Yeah.
0: So that they could go live with their, Fuck it. Do it live. Yeah. So go ahead.
1: Um, and I like how Damien fucking put Starfire in her place. He's like, this is your hourly reminder that I'm the one in charge. And if you train and study as I've asked, then we can all act as one uh, precise weapon. And so I was like, or maybe we could all be part of some of the same conversation instead. And Damien's like, I'm the mouth. You're the ears. That's the conversation. And uh, like a boss. Yeah. And now he's like, now listen up. I always have a contingency plan out on the water mid leap. I already recognize your failure. So I went ahead and uh, stapled a tracker to King Shark's gills. And then he, you hear um, an aqua letter walks in and he's like, um, hi. high. And Damien's like, "Who are you? How did you get in here? The security systems in the tower should have shocked missile, trap, door, and uh changed uh, or uh, chained you a dozen times over." He's like, "The flying thing let me in." So Damien's pet let him in. <laughs> um, and Damien's like, "Stupid bat." <laughs> um, and he's like, See's so like I, you know, he's trying to join the." the titans and i like beast boy he's like sorry or, you know aqua like sorry uh don't be mad at him i didn't know uh where else to go and i like how beast like beast boy's like so who are you kid uh good guy bad guy neutral third party jehovah's witness <laughs> yeah and i like that um and then i like starfire he's like don't mind robin his words are like knives but uh aqua introduces himself um in he wants to join the team and Robin's like, no. And I was like, but I can speak to water. I can move it with my mind. And Robin starts calling him squirt gun. <laughs>
0: that shit's fucking funny. <laughs> he's
1: like squirt gun. And then, uh, so they show up, uh, they're all standing there. And then on the screen shows up King shark. And he's coming to you from Alcatraz with the reporter and the team Titans race race off to save her. And, um, they end up charging in And Working as a cohesive unit And kicking everyone's ass And uh
0: Cause they kind of knew What maneuver Like what F was Or G Yeah
1: <laughs> And so they're They're fighting everyone off And King Shark Goes to take off And Damien Robin rangs him Or Batarangs him And then King Shark Starts kicking the shit Out of Damien And pulling him underwater He's like look I caught a minnow <laughs> And he dives with him And uh aqua lad shows up to save his life and uh he comes shooting out of the water uh, with robin in his in his arms and at the end of the issue he's kind of um sitting there on the rocks and he's like uh he's like let me guess i suck go home uh etc and robin's like uh the mutants have been rounded up and sent to star labs for questioning examination we'll figure out how the shark transformed them and why also, see if this fits. I've been experimenting with a hydro suit designed for myself, but it might be a little tight, so I can stay. And he's like, "It's just a costume; it doesn't mean anything." And Aquaman's, "But I can stay." And Robin's like, "For now, don't get too comfortable." So Robin gives him his suit. Mm-hmm. And what makes this issue so good and right. makes this issue one hundred percent worth it? Like Teen Titans right now is probably one of my favorite DC Rebirth runs. I absolutely have been loving this. This has been the best, DC, the best Teen Titans run in a long time. The reveal at the end of Black Manta.
0: I know. It's cool. Black
1: Manta is alive. I was surprised. And the next issue starts out part one of the Lazarus contract, the return of Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Deathstroke. Whoa. I gave this book a nine out of ten. Whoa. I, I enjoyed it that much.
0: It was good. The, the The end was this; it sealed the deal.
1: I liked the re- the end, the reveal of Black Manta. I liked how Aqualad just kind of showed up and he just wanted to be part of the team, and he wasn't gonna. You, you know, he doesn't take Damien's words to heart. He, I like how Damien kind of was hard on him at first, and then hard on. kind of. Oh my god! Kind of took a softer liking to him at the end. I like the Beast Boy's humor. I like the interaction between Robin And, and how Damien is just a dick And everyone's just putting like, up with it Because they know that they're better with him than without him So I, I mean I, I love Damien Wayne And the, he seems to be a center focal point Of a lot of stuff going on in DC right now And I'm not going to complain about that Because he's one of my favorite Robins He's yeah. probably my favorite Robin He's
0: fucking awesome. It's a toss
1: up between him and Tim Drake But
0: yeah, I, I, don't know I don't really like Damien more or they're going to keep him in limbo because they, he's just gone now. Like there's, Yeah, there's, they have not mentioned him again. There's hardly even a mention of him.
1: I, I'm hoping that this League of I, Shadows story run, like it pays off at the end where they get him back.
0: Was that detective where they actually mentioned Tim? Um, yes. Yes. Because he was putting on his suit. Yeah. The fucking genius kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Idiot. I'm trying to put on Tim's suit. But all right, the last book of the evening. Flash 21, The Button, Part 2. Z's.
0: This wasn't what I expected it to be.
1: What did you expect?
0: Not any more time traveling. No? No.
1: Well, I liked it because you got that reveal at the end, and you got a big, you got to think of it, you got a big earth-shattering moment at the end there. You know? So, what I'm talking about... Is this this issue picks up where Barry
0: just shows up? And and there's one. And there's one big thing I didn't like about this book at all. What's that? (laughs) I didn't like how Batman was tagging along. Like he had. Yeah. He's he's holding onto a rope as he's traveling through time. Yeah. I just thought that was fucking. I don't know. I just didn't care for that.
1: So it picks up where with um, Barry in the lab when he's doing forensics on um reverse Flash's dead body and kind of everything that's going on and he's talking to batman and he's talking he's not, about how no one else in the
0: oh
1: he's in the bat cave yeah the bat cave he's talking to batman about and he's kind of like having this internal dialogue about how nobody else in the justice league understood forensics like him except for batman and that him and batman could always talk forensics and talk about clues and and stuff like that and he goes to Batman and Batman kind of tells him, he's like, you know, Eobard screamed, I saw God before he, he disintegrated. And, and, um, Barry was like, Thon was always more of a man of science than faith, even if he disappeared for only a few moments with his speed. And, and Bruce was like, no, he said God with a capital G,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Um, and then, uh, He's, he's like, all right, it's time, you know, he's going to Flash starts to hatch the plan that he's going to... Um, he st- Well, first of all, he starts telling Barry about the letter and the flashpoint stuff and how he's got a glimpse of his dad. And Barry's like, all right, well, then there's only one way to do this. And he goes to the Justice League watchtower and gets the cosmic treadmill out. And he's like, I'm going to run through I like, time.
0: I like before that how... Flash isn't telling Bruce everything. Yeah. I like how he's, he's keeping stuff a secret.
1: Yeah. And, uh,
0: like, cause it says, my abilities come from the Speed Force. But it, but he's like, and he's wondering why his signature, cause he's like, which makes some point, and like, he says, did I kill him? Did I kill him? Like, like, he's, he must be thinking that, uh, that he didn't disintegrate on his own that that Flash is actually thinking that he had something to do with it and I think that's what gives him the trigger Flash the trigger that he's Mm -hmm. he needs to travel through time and that's why and he's not telling Batman that yeah is is that what you got from it yeah okay
1: and yeah and I kind of like I found it weird that like you said that Batman just kind of fucking like is holding
0: on well yeah like he's like like they said that they're gonna travel through time so he fucking, you know what I mean? He he, he gets out of his treadmill thingy that he likes, you know, like, and he fucking, and then Bruce comes fucking, like, hobbling in. Yeah. And he's like, and then you look, man, and he's fucking, <laughs> where's it at? Dude, I gotta look at that fucking picture. He's fucking. Like there? Yeah. Like, like he comes, like I said, he comes hobbling in. And then you see Barry's fucking running. And at first, before he pulls out, like, he's running on it and fucking the first panel or the second panel on it has, like, a battering. It's, like, barely connected yeah. to, like, the side. Mm-hmm. And he's burning through and he's, like, he's holding on by a rope. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just found it.
1: Well, I mean, it was kind of cool that they still started seeing all the, like, different multiverses and is going on and like the events of flashpoint and all that and and then the the cosmic treadmill explodes kaboom i just it's batman's just, still hanging on to it yes upside down and everything oh
0: and my they're getting God. tossed out
1: of the time and he's like flash and flash's like don't let go and and he's still holding on yeah they're still holding on and they crash like that's like gonna be the great the fucking strongest batarang ever right they crash and they crash inside the back cave and he's like um i know it's even uh he was like flash this place i know it anywhere i uh even i've known it since uh, i fell down here as a child and my father found me and he's like did we go back in time he's like this looks like the steps I, ha- I had when i first started to patrol gotham before i put on the cowl he's like bruce you need to listen to me and batman's like wait he's like that gun he's like i've never recovered it how is it here barry where the hell are we? And then you see in the shadows, like, did all of this? Uh, I did all of this because of you, son. And the, he takes off his his cowl, and it's Thomas Wayne, face to face with Bruce Wayne. So it's the Flashpoint Batman face to face with the Batman.
0: So they they've gone all the way back. Pa- I mean,
1: they're in the Flashpoint universe now. Yeah, so he he's basically ended up in the Flashpoint timeline.
0: I was just I was hoping that it was there was going to be no. Because to me now they're fucking with the timeline again. Yeah. Like now they're going back and they're realtering everything, of which they were trying to put back.
1: Well, that's Barry's mo. He can't stop fucking with time.
0: I know, but but how are that? That was the whole point of this rebirth. It was bringing yeah. it back. Now they've they've set it and now they've brought it back.
1: Barry D- Allen, time, let's fuck it up.
0: That that, that was my beside like Batman holding on by a rope. Panel after panel. <laughs> I just I, I didn't like the fact that they did that. Like, why did they have to go all the way back to their? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. They, yeah.
1: What did you give this issue?
0: So we're we gonna have the new fifty one.
1: Right. New new fifty three.
0: The new fifty three. They're gonna do fifty three new titles. Yep. I gave it an eight.
1: Yeah, I think that's about fair.
0: I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Actually, I think
1: I think the final panel saved it. With Batman face to
0: face With his dad But I don't know I don't know Where where are they going (laughs) Dead parents Like So now we're gonna have The next issue Is going to be Fucking Dad and son Together
1: Dad and son Crime fighting
0: Uh, Dad and son
1: Crime fighting team Saturday morning cartoon I don't know I,
0: I It wasn't what I expected I was hoping for something different Yeah, I did. I was not uh, hoping for time travel. I really was hoping that that wasn't going to happen, and it happened. It did. It did happen, and we went back to Flashpoint.
1: But that's our show for this week. This week we reviewed The Flash, number twenty one, Teen Titan seven, Old Man Logan twenty two, Batman Detective Comics nine fifty five, Scarlet Spider number one, Weapon X number two, and Batman Beyond. What number, Kyle? 7 7 So if you're looking if you liked any of these books that we reviewed there's the numbers and the names go out to your local comic shop support your local comic shop and pick up those books make sure to support them next week as we have free comic book day the first Saturday in May so get out there if May your kids six. are in, Yep if your kids are into comics you know you want to get into comics and you just want to check them out free comic book day is the event to do that we're huge supporters of Free Comic Book Day. We take part in it every year. Um, normally, we take part in festivities. I don't think we're doing that this year. Um, no, we're
0: not doing anything this year. Are
1: we? Nope. I will be going and participating at my local comic shop.
0: I'm going all the way to Samurai Mesa.
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>
0: um, That's your local comic book store, Samurai Mesa?
1: No, Samurai Glendale is my local one, but I will be going to Samurai Mesa where they will be having a signing by Mr. Tim Seeley. This is going to be awesome. The uh, writer of Maybe we can Nightwing. Um, but that's what I'll be doing for Free Comic Book Day. But make sure to send us pictures on Facebook and Twitter. Let us of see what. Let us know what I you're don't doing. Any dick pics. No, but show us what you're doing on Free Comic Book Day. Show us what events are going on at oh, your local comic, comic, comic day, book, book yeah. shop. Show us what, you know cosplay of your kids. What artists or writers you've met at your local comic shops. We, we'd love to see everything that you and all the festivities you take part in on Free Comic Book Day.
0: I'm going to have to get a fucking another sketch from Mr. Tim Seely.
1: There you go. Also a reminder, if you are in the Phoenix area and you will be going to Phoenix Comic-Con and you have not yet bought your tickets to Phoenix Comic-Con, prices on those tickets do go up May 1st. So make sure you get your pre- Phoenix Comic-Con tickets before prices go up.
0: Oh, they just announced their last media the guest The last today. media
1: guest is Dick Van Dyke, which I'm hoping now that the media guests are done, we're going to get some solid comic book guests. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Dick Van Dyke. I mean, he's iconic. He's been around forever.
1: Nobody cares. He's an iconic. He's been around forever. He's in his 90s. He's going to die. They're going to weekend up Bernie's him. He's, he's, but I don't know. Maybe Stan Lee made it, so maybe Dick Van Dyke will make it too. But I don't think he has the same ability to live off nerf, or nerd life force that, that Stan Lee does. He's
0: not sucking the, nope. the life out of Not sucking the nerds. life. Nope. Stay but alive. He's not going to be super califragilistic.
1: And Nope, and he's not going to have any expialidocious. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to see all the cool guests that are coming to Phoenix Comic Con, um, there's a ton of them. <laughs> Go to their website, com. There's a ton of media guests, um, r- solid media guests, if that's what you're looking for. Hopefully they build up the comic book artists and writers area a little bit more before the convention. But make sure to get your tickets before May 1st. We will be there. We have not decided if we're going to do a meet and greet or listener meet up yet. Uh, we might do something. Um, I think we should. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll see what happens. With
0: Jose and dollar signs. Yeah.
1: But uh, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. Saying, so remember to support your local comic shop.
0: And keep them bagged the board fuckers. And we'll see you next time.